Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howe. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers Howe. Why is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've got boss. And who do we have on the program today? Today, we have Amanda, Amanda Renninger yes. from Sea Salt Cinnamon Cupcakes. They are a specialty cupcake shop and bakery. Uh, who does gluten-free and vegan foods, but also you may not know that not everything they do is gluten-free and vegan. So if you are someone who loves yummy, yummy gluten Just eats and it wants up. to eat it all up, you can also get stuff of that there too. So as you know, Angie grew up a little bit different than me. Um, I was, I, I grew up on a farm and we did not have to cast demons out of people. You didn't have to cast demons out into like your pigs or your, your cows or anything like that? No, they, they just had their own issues and problems and we'll talk about that in In a a future future episode. episode. (laughs) But tell me about that. Like, that's what you guys did. Yeah. Like that is the reason, like to this day, like I like scary movies, but I do not like devil scary movies. You know that. I know that. And every time we tried to watch one, she gets all weird. It's weird. I don't like it because I grew up like that was a normal, like that was a, that was a normal thing. Like cat demons, possession, those kinds of things. Like that was real. That happened a lot. Now, now before we get really deep into this casting out demons things, I just want to mention to everyone, when I first met Angie, she introduced me to the movie Saul. Oh yeah. And I was like. I'm a little scared now of this gal I'm dating. She really dug that movie. I did. I really liked it. And I've made him watch every single one after that. Every Halloween, we watched some some kind of Saul movie. Yeah, for it was the, like our date night. We yeah. would see the Saul movie, which I know, I know people, it's it's not good. It's bad. I get it. But I like it. I like any of those kind of movies where people get like oh my tortured gosh. or dismembered and all that kind of bad stuff. Like, and, I love it. And then we watched Hostel together and I'm like, what kind of freaking movie is this? Uh, that was a little over the top. Like, I'll give you that. As much as I like gory, like blood and gut stuff, that one was over the top. I'll give you that. That's but, now it's now a cult classic. It's yeah. great. But I do not want to watch The Exorcist. I don't want to watch like The Exorcism of Emily Rose or it. Well, no, I don't want to watch that because that could happen in real life. The Conjuring. No, and we have not watched The Conjuring. I've I've missed out because they're like on I don't know sequel ten forty seven. <laughs> that because in my life that happened in real life so uh, so tell me about it what well, i grew up in the holy roller kind of charismatic faith so lots of speaking in tongues and mm-hmm. rolling on the floor and whatever but part of that also is believing in demon possession casting out devils that kind of thing so like i remember growing up where Somebody would start like convulsing on the floor, or no, yes, foaming at the mouth. We would the preacher. They're would, having a seizure. They're not. Well, maybe you should. We should have called the ambulance. I don't know, but um, they. <laughs> but it really was them uh, having a, an experience. An, episode, an experience, yeah. Now, whether or not they were really, you know, possessed by the devil, or they were having a, a episode like a Holy Spirit had coming down upon them. Something was happening, or maybe there was some undiagnosed mental issues or something happening or the power of suggestion i don't know um but it happened i do remember one year at a youth group a youth camp Mm -hmm. summer youth camp you know i didn't go to like regular like sleepaway camp and kind of things like that i went (laughs) to like bible camp um i think we've talked about that previously a little bit Uh, not a lot but we did go to this bible camp where we had service every single night and i remember like a kid from my youth group who we knew uh, was possessed by the devil. 
Um, and he was this little tiny dude. Like, he was in, like, seventh grade. He was a little tiny, like, shorter than me, and that's pretty short because I'm not very tall. Yeah. Um, and he was, like, a little dude. And he was on the floor, like, convulsing, foaming at the mouth. Like, Did they have to, like, hold him down? Yeah, and he was like, like had, like, four different dudes, like, holding him down. He's, like, flopping all over the place. I remember he started out at the front, and they tried to hold him down, but they couldn't control him. And then he, like, flopped his way all the way to the back of the building or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Passing out devils and all that kind of stuff. So... Now, that, did they do it like normal. the exorcism, like uh, the power of no. Christ compels you? And no, all there's that. a lot of laying on of hands and like okay. uh, I command you in the name of Jesus, uh, come out and that kind of thing. Okay, a lot of speaking in tongues. I'm not sure how that all plays in, but the Holy Ghost. This sounds like a crazy scene that if you just walked upon, you'd if be like, you were, like if you heathen Matt had walked yeah. in on my like youth group exp- like that thing, experience, you'd be like. These people are crazy. So I'm like, <laughs> call the ambulance because this kid is on the floor. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Wow. So, but also in that, you know, we were always taught in the Bible, there's a passage where um, Jesus casts out a demon. Yes. And it goes into a pig and the pig like jumps off the, off of a cliff and dies. Okay. So in the charismatic teachings, you're taught that a demon, when you cast it out, is looking for another host. It has to live somewhere. Yes. So you... Me, little Angie in like seventh grade or whatever, need to be prayed up and make sure that you are right with God because you don't want to give any, any opportunity for that demon. That demon's coming out of that little, your friend, your kid. It needs somewhere to go. It's going to try to come into you. So you better have your heart right with Jesus uh, so you don't have any room for that demon to come into you. All right. Now, if, uh, if this sounds weird or anything, just watch the movie Constantine uh, oh, with yeah. Canoe Ke- Reeves. What's Keanu. his name? Keanu. Keanu. Oh <laughs> but anyway, watch that movie because that's uh, what that's all about. He casts out some demons and they jump into a mirror and then the mirror smashes and yeah, all kinds of absolutely. stuff. absolutely. Only instead of jumping into a mirror, they're going to jump into you, little good Christian girl, and anybody else who's in here who doesn't have their heart right with Jesus. So you better watch out Today is Amanda Brenninger with Sea Salt and Cinnamon. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing very good. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know that much about you. What's your background? How'd you get here? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, originally I'm from Florida. Okay. Which always surprises everyone. And you chose yes. to move here. We chose to move here. Um, I so I went to college, undergrad in West Palm Beach in Florida, and okay. my voice teacher I actually studied music. Okay. So my voice teacher there knew someone at Ball State, and when I was talking about grad school, she was like, you should go here. So we got married in 2008, and two weeks later moved up here to an apartment we had never seen, well, and it ended up being on frat row on campus which we didn't oh. know <laughs> that has to be fun we, it was great you had a front <laughs> right next seat. door to the aa house okay. too so that was an interesting got a front row seat to all the action mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we actually lived there for two years before oh. we had to get out <laughs> um and so we we couldn't find a place to rent that we really liked that wasn't really expensive and you can buy a house in muncie for relatively cheap so that's what we did Awesome. We moved downtown and yeah. 
Well, take me back to Florida. What was life like down there? Yeah. Um, so I was joking. Every time we listen to the podcast, I am like, Angie and I had the same We're life the same growing people. up. <laughs> yeah. Like, so not quite as Pentecostal maybe, but um, I grew up Southern Baptist. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, all you have to do I'm, is say that and people go, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> and again, I still have no Well, clue. Matt has no idea because <laughs> he was a heathen, but hey, whatever. It's yeah. Fine. So Southern Baptist, so we didn't dance. Um, if you did, it was awkward and you know you didn't do that i went to a very big church so like a mega church Mm -hmm. um so that's a little different yeah yeah and went to the private christian school that was associated with the church my mom worked there i mean it was our whole life was this campus so you weren't getting away from no anything no no (laughs) i was a very good girl yeah very much like you like i followed the rules and you know i was very good and then i went to college and went to uh palm beach atlantic which was also a private Christian university Um, went there. And that was where I had a couple classes where they were like encouraging you to ask questions and things, which I was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm not crazy for asking these questions. Um, Yeah. And then we moved up here and we got connected to a church community that um, again, encouraged question asking. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like I can, you know, it's okay to do this. So um, it's been a little bit hard for my parents sometimes I think, but We've had good conversations That's about good. it. Yeah, yeah. My parents are still convinced. Like, wait, you don't take Audie to church? Yeah. I'm like, mm, nope, we don't. Sorry. Yeah. The, the whole like Sundays are one of our busiest days in the kitchen, yeah. so we have that. And my family's always very, been very understanding of work. So. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's it's that's been pretty good. But yeah, singing in the choir, singing solos on stage, you know, the whole thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Was was convinced I was going to be. Uh, a music pastor or mm-hmm. music pastor's wife or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Come on, because women can't be a music pastor. No, you can just be a music leader, worship right. leader. Correct. Not the pastor. Because, you know, it's very You're important. Right. I did not know this about know. you yeah. at all. So you studied so opera too, though, yeah. right? So all, I have three opera. music degrees. Yeah. yeah. No, most, a lot of people don't know this now in my life. Um, yeah, so I, I got my undergrad in Florida. I came to Ball State and did a master's and then also did an artist diploma. Um, all opera singing, classical music, play piano and organ a little bit too. Um, but yeah, uh, did that and then spent about a year and a half or so, um, traveling around, auditioning, went to Italy for a while for a program. Um, and in the end was like, okay, well, one, I'm away from home way too much Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize. And two, it wasn't paying the bills. I mean, in the end. So, um, and at the time I didn't have the endurance or like the stamina to understand, you know, you go to college and they're like, okay, now you're going to find this great job. Well, it's going to take a while, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you still have to build your career. <laughs> right. I was, you know, naive you still about have to that. Pay, you know, maybe work at Starbucks or do right. whatever. You yeah. got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just kind of like, what do I do? You know, I don't know what to do. And I had, I had always enjoyed baking at the time. Um, when we first, shortly after we got married, we started the vegan vegetarian thing. Um, and yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to start this business. Um, we raised a couple thousand dollars on Kickstarter just to get some equipment and permits and stuff and then got started. Awesome. And that was almost five years ago. Right. And that's right. up here in Muncie or did you start in No, no, no. Yeah. Florida. We started here in Muncie. So okay. we've actually been in Muncie for 10 years. Oh, now. okay. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. And you've liked it so much you decided to stay. Yeah. And, and buy a build house. Build a business. And, and build a business and, and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> awesome. 
Well, tell me a little bit about the business. Why'd you choose uh, to go gluten-free and all that good stuff? Yeah. So, um, so shortly after we got married, about a year or so into our marriage, we were having basically what it came down to was really high cholesterol. Um, we were doing the very low carb, not to speak ill of anyone's no, no, no. diets currently, but we are not on we any were diets, doing so. We were doing that, um, very high meat, very low carb, um, and that basically in the end we found cholesterol is animal fat and if you have high cholesterol you need to cut the animal fat we didn't want to take pills in our 20s we didn't have insurance at the time so um that's where it all started um so we went very you know strict it was three hours in the grocery store trying to figure out reading every label and everything this was before everyone had smartphones so um yeah so that's kind of how it started and then yeah I got into baking and we got into cooking and it was just this really kind of slow progression of friends would ask for something and then a friend of a friend would call and then somebody's like, can you do gluten free? And I was like, I don't know. Let's we'll find out. Let's see. Um, so then, yeah. So then when we started the business, I was like, well, why don't we do it vegan? Why don't we offer these options? It's not something that anyone's doing around here. Um, we knew that we could have a pretty low overhead if we had, you know, just a community kitchen or something. It didn't have a storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then within a couple of years expanded into Indianapolis and are working towards Fort Wayne right now and distribution and all those things. Awesome. Yeah. And your food's really good too. Oh yeah. Thank you. It's delicious. (laughs) Like, wait, this is gluten free. Okay. It's great. Now you started out, did you start out just baked goods or because you've expanded into, uh, um, savory, yummy foods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I started with actually just cupcakes. It was like, the one thing I could do in my sleep. And so just cupcakes. And then I went to the farmer's market like shortly after we started the business. And um, that was a chance for me to try out new recipes and get direct feedback from clients and not have Mm -hmm. to make a big batch of something. Um, So I did that. And then, yeah, that's when we expanded the menu to all kinds of baked goods. I knew that if we were going to be something specialty, we needed to offer a variety to like cast our net a little wider and get people in. And then um, Kyle joined the business. He's my husband. I don't think I said that. (laughs) Kyle joined the business in March of 2017. And then, you know, it was kind of this, how how do we find your niche for the business? How do we support both of us? Um, Mm -hmm. Which you guys know a lot about. We do. Um, (laughs) And so he started Savory Foods and it was kind of always in the back of my head. That's why there's not a cupcake in our logo. Um, But I just had never had the time to do it. So yeah, so he picked that up and has carved out this whole niche and this whole set of new clients that, you know, people who always liked that we were local but didn't really like sweets and so Right. Now they have they, a, a reason to come yeah. come to you guys yeah. and all that. Um yeah, and then two thousand eighteen we hired our first group of employees. Um and we still have them. They're Excellent. wonderful. They was work that hard for us. Scary. It was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was I always say like you know, so when Kyle joined, we doubled our sales because we had to. And then we hired employees and we doubled our sales because we had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so now this year, it's like, okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. When we first hired Amy, she's our project manager and she's our, right now, our only full-time employee. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, we're, we're going to do what? Like, yeah. I know we needed to do it, but like finding that tipping point where it right. makes sense to take on, like, so it's one thing when it's like you and your husband right. who depend on like, a salary and food on the table yeah. but now I'm bringing someone else into yeah. it and what if this tanks and all of that so it mm-hmm. I can yeah I feel it's, terrifying. it's terrifying it's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> well and then not only that but like the the quality of like 
letting that be in someone else's hands for a little while. Like, so we have uh, Kendra is one of our employees and she does the majority of the baking um, now. And I do like the decorating and the organizing and all that. So there are days where, you know, she's working and I'm like answering phone calls and emails Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, did you do it? Yeah. (laughs) Is it done? I've got uh, (laughs) Amy handles a lot of the day-to-day stuff with our clients and things. And that there are projects like, she deals the whole thing. I don't talk to her at yeah. all until it's like over. And yeah. I didn't realize how much we had like depended on her until she went on vacation or something. And yeah. I was like, wait, what's going on with that project? I don't know that Amy took care of that. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, like, but giving up control to somebody else yes. of something that's your baby can definitely be hard. Yeah. I would say for sure. Now, something that's always impressed me about sea salt and salmon is your, your brand. Yeah. So tell you. me about that. Like, how'd you come up with the logo and um, the name? How'd you, how'd you keep it all consistent throughout yeah. this time period? Thank you. We work hard on that. So I appreciate yeah. that you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> As branding people, we're always yeah. looking yeah. like, oh, those guys are great. And those guys, they oh, they're not so good. So, um, yeah. So when the whole thing started, I got connected with a girl named Chelsea Cardokis. She was, uh, she's a Ball State grad okay. and she like, lived in New York city and works at time magazine and she's in DC now, but she has, you know, this great, amazing life and is very much, you know, ball state is always like, look at this person that right. went really successful. They Here's came our from poster here. child. Yeah. Like she's amazing. <laughs> and so on the side, she has 23 and nine creative. Um, and she does branding for small businesses. And so we kind of worked together and got kind of the logo down. And then she, um, she handled our website at the time and just, we just needed a landing page basically mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. we have. It's just our menu and then links to our social media, a way to contact us. And like, that's about it. And, oh, and we, we put our video up there, which a, a friend of ours did for our Kickstarter. Okay. Oh, cool. So that kind of has like the beginning of our story up there. So it was, it was pretty simple. Um, she did all that. She gave us some, um, like colors, like specific colors and mm-hmm. stuff to go with it. Um, and then, yeah, I had her, I was like, well, can you do my business cards? And she's like, yeah. And then I found, you know, we have pretty like thick. I love your business, business cards. cards as a print nerd. <laughs> I'm like, I, yeah. you, you yeah. used good quality paper right. and all that. Like I love, I'm like, they did a good they job did a good on their job. business cards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We don't, because we don't have a storefront. I kind of did the opposite. Everyone says like, don't spend a bunch of money on a website or business cards. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do that because I don't have a, a storefront. Right. So if I hand, like I need something legitimate when I hand it to you that you like take me seriously that, you know, yeah. Cause the assumption typically is if you don't have a storefront, Oh, your house must smell so great all the time. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> not like, cooking in the house. Not, no, no, don't no. cook in the house. Like that's against the rules. Like you can't do that. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so started with her, um, and she did, she did a bunch of stuff for us and then we kind of took it over from there. We've had, um, interns who have been interested in it and we've kind of helped them. We've designed a lot of our, um, holiday menus and stuff like we've designed just using Canva. Mm -hmm. Um, right now we have Sydney who, um, does a lot of our, our social media and, and some of our branding stuff. We work together on that. And Mm so, um, she's really good with, like descriptions and words and like she studied English. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I usually edit the photos um, and then we work together on that. So do you know. think it's made a difference in your business? Like it, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. The hard, the hard part of it is that people see the branding and assume we're bigger than we are mm-hmm. because it's good, I guess. And so all the time, like, where are you located? I'm coming from 45 minutes away. Like they'll get a phone call. I can't find your address. And I'm like, no, don't, don't come here. <laughs> don't <laughs> <come."> <laughs> 
I don't, I don't have a storefront for you to come in. So the assumption, you know, people have a picture in their head of what our storefront looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but we don't have it one. It doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah. exist yet. You know, we all have a picture of what it looks like. And it's all based on your brand. And what yeah. You're yeah. Right. Based on our brand. You know, and I'm, I follow, I mean, I'm on social media constantly just looking at, okay, what are, what are other brands doing that I really love? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a bakery in uh, Michigan called Sweet Heather Ann and they are incredible and they a lot of them actually studied like architecture and oh. so they turn that into to cakes and sweets and it's just so well done um and yeah so I follow all these accounts that I'm like okay what is you know these are things that are not necessarily being done in Indiana that mm-hmm. we can try um and again that's going to spread our brand out a little bit rather than just you know it's only for people who eat vegan or gluten-free mm-hmm. um yeah so following other brands has been huge and then yeah just kind of saying okay what we go to ECI SMG, you know, mm-hmm. the social oh, yeah. media group and get ideas there. What should we do? And um, I think now in our heads, we're really thinking, okay, how do we move from that like three, 4,000 follower number mm-hmm. up to like 10 and mm-hmm. really start to, um, you know, become a little bit more known of a brand. But with that, we have to have the back end, right? We need to have a website that can support that. Right. We need mm-hmm. to potentially have shipping in place. So all these things. Right. You Online know. ordering or whatever right. and all yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. so we a are. a jump to make, I would, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm I'm grateful that we're thinking it like that and that, that people recognize that the branding is good. And <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> I, I, we always like to call out good, good branding. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, uh, Kyle, your husband, yes. has uh, recently been in a Muncie Civic Theater production, which <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Angie yes. uh, has, has done this to me. I'm not the actor. She is the actor. And so she <laughs> goes off. i a singer than an actor, but okay. She goes off on these uh, one to two month uh, tours of duty oh in the gosh, MCT. Right? <laughs> and it takes over your life and leaves kind of your spouse hanging. So, so you just had it happen to you. Tell me about it. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So. Kyle comes to me one day and he's, we, we work with Muncie Civic, like uh, as a yeah, business regularly. We make their, their yeah, premium. You can get pictures of your cookies. Your yeah. cookies are so They're awesome. So yeah. Little mermaid cookies. Yeah. Annie uh, the was so Annie cute. Ones. Yeah. So yeah, we, we make stuff for them for their shows. And so we go, you know, and we know a lot of people there. And so, yeah, one day Kyle's like, okay, I, I think I'm going to audition. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was, cause like, I'm the one, right. That you would think would be singing with all the music degrees or whatever. And and he was like, yeah, he's like, I really love Of Mice and Men. I read it in high school. And apparently it's like a thing that most people have read in high school. I yeah. didn't read it in I high school. I didn't read it either. Because we, well, we went to Christian school. We went to Christian school. We don't read stories. <laughs> books like that. School. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't go to regular school. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, whatever. That's fine. Like, And then I asked him. So then I learned about the story. And I was like, Kyle, what if you get this lead role? And he's like, no, I won't. That won't happen. Well, and there's then, only like seven people in the play, right. so like everybody's kind right. of a lead. So the there's more that I'm learning about it, the more that I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna make this huge commitment. And so then, yeah, then all of a sudden they were like, okay, you're the you're Lenny, you're the lead role, and I was like, okay, like you're gonna be able to memorize all that, <laughs> a lot of lines. So yeah, so you know, he gets going, and everybody's telling me how great he's doing, and I haven't seen any of it, you know, and. The, the hardest part was that they like started hardcore rehearsals in the middle of like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like your busiest. Yeah. Time. Like yeah. literally busiest yeah. time of the year. And he's like, I have a rehearsal on, for Thanksgiving and we're in the kitchen for like 15 hours. Like, oh yeah. But right before Thanksgiving, like everybody's exhausted and he's like trying to go to rehearsal. And I was like, you can't, you can't go to rehearsal. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, no, I got to put my foot down. And luckily, 
Brittany and Lauren, the the director and um, assistant director, yeah. uh, they were they were very understanding and they were like, Kyle, what did Amanda say? <laughs> Is this okay with Amanda? Is this okay yeah. with Amanda? Um, so yeah. So then after the holidays, they started a lot more intense, which January, February is usually slow for us. Valentine's week was very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily that was kind of the end of stuff for him. So he didn't have like rehearsals. All right. Week. Once the tech show week starts was, running, like yeah, it gets better. It's not, yeah. That's what you I said. kind of get your life back a little bit. But tech, tech week was insane. A nightmare. And he was sick. I was sick. It was like, you know, yeah. Everybody gets sick during tech week. That's, That's what we heard, which luckily I was like, okay, like that makes me feel a little bit better, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but. I do. When I was in Rock of Ages, <sighs> everybody had like strep throat and the flu during yeah. tech week. It was ridiculous. We were yeah. all sick. So I don't mind that Angie does it every now and then. Right. But, but when she does two back to back, I don't see her for six months. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm supportive of you. I love you. I want you to do this. You're doing a wonderful job. And then I was like, okay, thank God it's over. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, now, now we can see each other. Although right. it's kind of hard, like at the, at the end, like it's over. And right. now you're like re-entry into like right. your family and your business and everything. Yeah. And it's like, now I see your face all the time. Yeah. I don't have I don't a long time to. at home anymore. Yeah. Like I was having, you know, these nights where I could do oh, things. Yeah. Or oh get yeah. Matt was watching and... like whatever movies yeah. you wanted. Oh, ne- Netflix is great. Doing you know? whatever. And then I come back. I'm like, I am not watching this. Right. With you. <laughs> so I, I liked it when you were gone. <laughs> So to kind of segue, uh, so what do you guys do for fun? I mean, you're working all the time. Yeah. Uh, he, he just uh, did the acting. Civic yes. uh, production. So so what do you guys do together that uh, keeps you sane? Okay. We, we're we very much like a Netflix and chill family. Okay. Which, so like we don't have a whole lot of hobbies outside of work and like Well, once you work TV. 15 hours in a yeah, kitchen, it's kind of right. hard to be it's like, like, let's go do something. so tiring. So yeah, I mean, we like to go to movies, the movie theater to relax. Um, we like to go out, you know, with friends and things. We have um, six cats and three dogs at home okay. that are all rescues that are our furry children. Um, and so they take up a lot of our time. Yeah. Um, a lot of time cleaning and reaching into a dog's mouth and pulling out a tissue or whatever it is that they have in their mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. We, we have a dog. We, yeah. Yeah. We, we have, like, we have a whole system of gates in our house. There's, like, six or seven gates that keep everyone where they're supposed to be. So if a gate falls down for some reason, that's when chaos breaks out. But <laughs> but when they stay up, we're, we're in good shape. Well, that's good. Do the cats and dogs, do they all get along? Or is that why we have the gates? Sometimes, yes. That's part of why we have the gates, so that everyone has their own safe space to go. Um, yeah, for the most part, they're pretty good. You know, you get barking and chasing and whatever and a cat fight here or there. So it's crazy. Yeah, And, and they're social media nuts. stars, too. I see your oh. hashtags all the time. <laughs> they do have their own hashtags. Oh. It's guest appearance by and then whatever their name is. Okay. That's yeah. their hashtag. <laughs> no, I think that's named, great. They're all named after composers. I've noticed oh, I went that. To, I yeah, wonder. so we have Puccini and Schubert and Gershwin are the dogs, all after composers. And then, gosh, what are the cats? Okay. Um, we have Berlioz and Mahler and Sullivan, like Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have two little girls, Lily and Nadia Boulanger, were sister French composers. Oh. So that's their names. And then we have Buddy, who <laughs> he was Buddy Holly. No, yeah, there you go. He he was a stray that we were like, oh, we'll foster him and find him a home. And we found out he had all these 
like crazy problems and I was like no one's gonna take this cat so we just had been calling him buddy and I was like okay I guess he's the bookend to like (laughs) all the other ones all the other ones so we had started naming our cats we have outside barn cats or whatever but we named them after food and so we at one point we had macaroni and macaroni and cheese and oatmeal Mm. we had mike and ike uh cinnamon i don't know we've had so many that's perfect yeah Yeah. i love it so what's on your bucket list what do you what do you want to achieve before it's all said and done um i definitely want to take kyle to europe um, Are you going to leave him there? Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I, when I went to Italy for, I was there for, I think six, six or eight weeks and it was, it's just beautiful and so unique. And I always joke that I stayed in the Muncie of Italy. It was this like small town with a lot of history <laughs> and like, it was where like the Pope when it was like the Pope city before the Vatican. Okay. Um, so there's all this history there, you know, and it was, and it was, like I said, it was small and friendly. It was just like Muncie. And so, um, but yeah, so all over Italy, I just, I would love to take him. It was just such a great experience. And um, so we, I love traveling. He is not a big traveler. So we're going to figure that out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that awesome. we can go. What, what's next for a sea salt and cinnamon? Well. Anything on the horizon yes. that you don't want anybody to know about? <laughs> But the I feel like who listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. I feel like we've been working on like all the things all the time. So we just um, presented at one of the entrepreneurship classes that Melanie Howe mm-hmm. teaches. We presented there and we were like, here's all the things we're doing. And like, here's your options to like take a project. And I was like, oh my gosh. We started working with IU Health recently. We're working on getting into some other hospitals. So I think that's a great well, partnership a good, for us. Good market for you. Um, we are working on potentially distribution, which would be huge for us. Um, we had an opportunity actually just come up last week um, about getting with Piazza Produce, which is a big distributor mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I see their I see trucks the, all over, yeah, exactly. all over downtown. <laughs> they just stop in the middle of the room. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll have our food. Awesome. awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we're we're working on that. It's not set in stone yet, so that's a little scary to kind of talk about. But um, but yeah, so that's a big one. We have been working on getting a loan for a storefront for what feels like ever, year, ever. We have a great business plan. The problem is we are um, we're trying to buy a building. Okay. So real estate in Muncie is cheap enough that you can own a building, mm-hmm. and you don't really move a commercial kitchen. So we'd really like to own the building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's quite a bit more money. But if distribution happens, then that should push us over the edge for the bank to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then it will all happen at one time the, and it'll and be crazy. And then you lose the your mind. Yeah. 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 Tipping point. But, you know, that's how it goes. That is true. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, part of our goals for the next year or two are we got to get online ordering done because mm-hmm. right now every order comes through me and it's inefficient and ridiculous. Um, but yeah, we need to get that going. We'd like to, uh, we'd like to ship some items. We have that question all the time because we're specialty, you know, there's not a ton of us in the country. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, we have a few items that would probably ship pretty well. So. Right. But Linda, how do you like ship a cupcake without a cupcake? Right. You can't really really do do that. There are a few companies that do that and it's like, they only can do it because they ship so much. Yeah. It costs like as much to ship as it does for the cupcakes themselves. Absolutely, so, yeah. Uh, we, we may not do that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but there are things that do. But there are things, yes, well. that do ship well, cookies and macaroons and stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah, getting the storefront up and running. We, we do a lot of wholesale, and so that would pretty much be a production facility for us. 
with a small storefront kind of as an add-on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that we just have so many people that are, that want, because we're specialty that want to come, like I said, from 45 minutes away, right. spend the day, whatever, come to Muncie. And it's like, we got to have a place right. for Not them to be able yet. to hang out <laughs> yeah. and spend money and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all that. So, so yeah, a lot of things swimming around in my head, but yeah, we'll get there. Excellent. I mean, just thank you guys for doing this. I When I saw the first one, I was really excited. I was like, oh, this is so great. Like we need this in Muncie and. <laughs> We love that it's it's well done and it's, you know, people get excited about it. It's like what we do on Tuesdays when we drive to the kitchen. I we love have like hearing a that. Drive. I think I that's know. so yeah, great. Yeah, that's like what we do. We listen to the podcast and I get the emails and, yeah, I'm like, oh, there's another one. Like it, I look forward to it on Tuesdays. Excellent. So. That's yeah. what I like yeah. to hear. And when we set out to make it, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So Matt is the engineer, the man behind the curtain who yeah. makes everything happen. <laughs> but I was like, we, it needs to sound good. We need to have good music. We right. need good microphones. Like, I don't want to, if we're going to do it, I don't want it to be junk. Like, yeah. it needs to sound good. And so. it's been a learning process. Uh, it has We been, were yeah. talking before the uh, podcast here about uh, some of my audio issues and things like yeah. that. So we're upgrading equipment. We're trying to sound better. So yeah. there you go. Thank you yeah. guys for doing that. No I always, anything that is bringing high quality whatever to Muncie, focus to Muncie is really like important to us that we want, you know, we don't want to just be like, Oh yeah, I have my grandma lives in Muncie. Like we get that all the time from Mm -hmm. people in other areas or yeah, they're kind of struggling right now. It's like, no, there's great things happening. And this is one of them. So yeah. And we think it's important to highlight those good things that are happening, good people that are here. Um, Because if you just talk about the bad things, I mean, that doesn't do anybody any good. Thank you so much for yeah, being our guest. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having me. me. This may seem like a, uh, a crazy question to you, but do you wear underwear with your yoga pants? That sounds like a personal question, but yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> but it has recently come to my attention that people don't. Some people don't? I think that's weird. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that... Like, it's the same material almost. No, no, whatever. Okay, your underwear exists for a function. is to protect your, your pants from your butt. Okay, I get it. So, like, if... I don't know, if you're doing, like, yoga poses and, like, downward-facing dog, I feel like you should have underwear. Like, I feel like you should have a barrier of protection. When when I think of yoga pants, though, I'm like, they're just like long underwear. Well, they are long underwear. Why would you need underpants for long underwear? I wear, yeah. Well, I do, do you do that? Yes. Well, I don't you wear, don't, I don't you wear don't long, have long underwear, underwear right now. No, I don't. <laughs> but if I did, I would wear underwear. And that's. Do you, I, do you go commando with long underwear? With long underwear because it's underwear. That's it's long. Gross. It's just, it's not short underwear. It's long underwear. No. So why would you wear underwear under your underwear? You. Because they're, like, that's not underwear, though. It's like... Yoga pants are kind of like underwear, no, though. No, they're not. They're pants. You would wear, you would wear now, underwear under your jeans. I would agree with you if you're going to go out in public in your yoga pants, then, yeah, you you probably should have underpants on. Like, if I see you at the caffeinery and you're getting a coffee or whatever because you just come from your yoga class, right. yeah, I hope you have under, underwear on. And I all hope. the other people who are in that yoga class with you hope that you have underwear on. Because <laughs> that's weird. But if you don't go to the, the coffee shop, you're just going in, you're doing your yoga, and you're getting out. Ah! No, no. Why no. you need underwear? Wear underwear. Also, 
also, this reminds me of when my grandma, my grandma would tell me, like, for pantyhose. Yes. That she didn't have to wear underwear with her pantyhose because panties was it, like, implied in the pantyhose, so you don't have to wear underwear. Now, I feel like yes, we're going to get a lot of comments on this because uh, I think this is a divided topic. Do you wear underwear with pantyhose? Or not. You don't. You do. You do wear. Sorry. I <laughs> polarized myself. <laughs> you do wear pantyhose. Underwear with pantyhose. Because that's gross. If you, you also wear. You wear underwear with long underwear. And you wear underwear. You wear underwear all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you think about the uh, young ladies that uh, maybe don't wear underwear at all in their dress? No. You need to Like wear basic underwear. instinct. That's what I'm talking about. You need to wear underwear. Unless you're doing like sexy things. You need to be wearing underwear. <laughs> I don't know. This is probably not appropriate conversation for a podcast, but yeah, I mean, underwear exists for a reason to protect your clothes from your butt and other areas. Also, to protect to protect the rest of the world from seeing your butt. Should the wind blow, or your pants aren't quite as thick as you think they are, or anything like that. So, I think you need to wear underwear. Okay. You can I, chime in on our Facebook page and let us know what you exactly. Think. I would like to know what what real people think about that. Underwear with pantyhose, yes or no? Or underwear with yoga pants, yes or no? Please, inquiring minds want to know. We need to know the answer to this question. Here's what I do not want to know: Do you personally wear underwear with with or without these? I don't need to know the answer to that question. But as a general concept, as a general rule. Underwear with pantyhose, yes or no? Underwear with yoga pants, yes or no? Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're also on Instagram at GoneBoss2K, or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone boss.